In high school, um, one of the great experiences I had was of running cross country. And this was for a, for a number of reasons, but I think one of the reasons was I loved running cross country because I had a great coach uh, who was on fire for running and teaching about running. Uh, and he, he had a, really had a dream for every runner. Because of his, his inspiration and his dream for every runner, I was able to, to break uh, 20 minutes uh, by, the, by the end of high school, uh, which trust me was not gonna be possible at the beginning of, of high school. You know, he really inspired me to do uh, the best that I could to bring the potential uh, of being a, a half decent runner uh, out of me. It's something I couldn't have done on my own. I think good coaches uh, push their athletes in conditioning practices, games, meets, in a way that brings out what is truly inside of them, the potential that they have. And that way, I think, you know, really good coaches believe in their athletes more than the athletes sometimes believe in themselves. But also, being a good athlete is a two-way street. You know, you have to accept the wisdom, uh, and the, you have to have the wisdom and dream of a good coach. But then the athlete has to be humble enough to follow the guidance of that coach. An athlete has to be willing to go where that coach wants to take them, willing to give their all in conditioning and practices. Steve Prefontaine was one of the great American runners, uh, and he had uh, a very accomplished career and had many inspiring things to say to people. And one of the things he said was, to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. In other words, when hard work and imagination work together, dreams can come true. When our celebration of this feast, of this, the solemn feast of the ascension of our Lord, I think God wants greatness for each and every one of us. And God has bigger dreams for us than we even have for ourselves. But what does God really dream for us? I think it's easy to visualize what our goals and our dreams are about, but how can we really know what God wants for us? Well, I think this is why we have been given the gifts of scripture and tradition. We've been given God's word to tell us truth and a tradition to help us interpret that and to know really what the mind of God is for us, you know, as, as best as we can know what God, God's will and plan is for our lives. And I think the feast today can help us come to this answer. So a few months ago, we celebrated what? We celebrated Christmas. Uh, even though it was a few months ago, it might seem a few years ago. But what did we celebrate? We celebrated God becoming flesh, becoming a human being amongst us. His desire to live amongst us in a unique way. Well, today we celebrate the flip side, I think, of that, of that feast. That yes, God came, us, came to earth to be with us in order to bring us to heaven with him. The reality that we celebrate today, the ascension, means that we celebrate the, after his death and resurrection, after accomplishing the mission of salvation, Christ returned to his Father in the heavenly realm. This was the fulfillment of the Father's dream for the Son, that through his passion, death, resurrection, and ascension, Christ lived out all that the Father had planned for him. But what does this, fe what does this feast mean for us now and here today? We're not just celebrating, you know, this image of Jesus kind of floating up to heaven uh, with God. It means something for us. 
Well, as baptized Christians, we are followers of Jesus Christ. And that can be said on a simple level, you know, we, we follow some rules that he has given to us, but I think we follow him in an even deeper way. We follow him with, we follow him with our lives. We don't just follow the things that he told us, but today I think we can know that each day of our lives, we encounter, we pass through the realities that Jesus passed through in his own life. Everything he encountered, we encounter in a real way. So that means as Christians, we're meant to encounter ascension. We're, we're meant for being in a perfect union with God in heaven. That's the dream for God, for each one of us. In other words, becoming a saint is the Father's dream for each one of us. This is the gift, this is the potential that God has given uh, all of us and that's, that's inside of us. But we like to give in to our, our temptations and distractions from keeping us from, the, from this dream. You know, things can take us away from the goal we've set for ourselves and that has been set for us. Our own pride, our vices, our addictions, our own apathy to living a life of holiness can keep us from this dream. You know, sometimes we think of saints as those people in the pictures, instead of looking at it as they're really the people in the mirrors as well as the pictures. Like a good athlete, we have to be willing to let go of some of those desires, attachments, sins, conveniences, to really go where God wants us to go, to fill the dreams he has for us. For the past few weeks, I've only begun to live the dream uh, that God has planned for me in my own life. On May 18th, I was ordained a Catholic priest along with eight of my classmates at the cathedral in downtown Cleveland. Uh, and it has been an amazing experience uh, the first, you know, just few weeks as we have laid our lives down uh, on the floor of the cathedral uh, symbolically for God and his church. And it all started in a moment in high school uh, when I let go of what I thought my life should be like and maybe start living the dream that God had for me, an opportunity. And my uh, priesthood, my, my vocation story is much like uh, the Annunciation. It was like, bam, there it was. Uh, there was a question, didn't think about it much before that. Uh, but God gave me in the grace in that moment to respond to that question. Uh, so I think it's kind of providential because I'm going to be assigned to St. Gabriel's uh, Parish up in Concord, Ohio. Uh, so, you know, Gabriel, Annunciation, uh, it's kind of, all, kind of all working together. But in that moment, I first felt called to the priesthood. You know, priesthood was not on my radar. It was not on the things that I wanted to do or wished to do in life. You know, I certainly, I felt intimidated for a time, uh, but I knew that it would bring me more joy than I could ever imagine. And priesthood will be challenging at times, just like married life is challenging at times. But being the presence of Christ in the world in a unique way, through ministry and through the sacramental life of the church, I know will bring further joy than I can ever imagine. Even though there are struggles within marriage, the beauty of having a family uh, goes beyond and fulfills more dreams than anything that could take away from that. And I know that God will continually work through my life in so many ways. So it's certainly important for all of us to have dreams and aspirations in our life. That's one of the ways that fulfills us. It's good to have goals. But have we asked God what his dream is for us? 
Where in our own lives is God asking us to, call, to follow him in a more radical way? You know, maybe God has the dream that marriages are fruitful and holy and lived as selflessly as they can be, despite the many stresses and trials of daily life, so that the couple and the children and all those around may know the deep joys of family life. Maybe God has a dream that his children aren't suffering from addictions of all kinds, technology, drugs, pornography, not attached to these things so that we can know the true freedom of living a life in grace and virtue. Maybe God has a dream that every person has a deep life of prayer and has an intimate relationship with him so that he can tell each person that they're infinitely loved and have an important role to play in the world. In these and many other ways, we have to let go of ourself look to God and see what his dream is for us. And then that way we can live a fulfilled and heavenly life and all that God desires for us. So today as we are here to pray, as we are here to receive the Holy Eucharist, the source and summit of our faith, let's not just go through the motions, do this thing we've been doing for the past week, for the past weeks. But let's truly open our lives and our hearts to the dream that God has for us the dream of sainthood, and the great, all, all the grace that he wants to give us to fulfill that dream. Because in the, in the gospel before his ascension, Jesus doesn't want us to be casual followers. He wants us to be witnesses of these things. Like Steve Prefontaine, Prefontaine said, we have to be willing to give our best or else we'll sacrifice so much. Today, we are called to be witnesses of the ascension, witnesses to the fact that God is calling us to love and to a life uh, more profoundly lived, and that he has a dream uh, even greater than any dream we can have for ourselves.